Tonight, old school sounds are new again, and we debut one of those hot new indie bands on the show. Plus, the second part of Rave Against the Machine, our ongoing look at rave culture worldwide. All that and more on this edition of the Puget Sound Listening Hour. Welcome everyone, I'm Michael Jones coming to you live from Seattle. We're glad you could join us here as we broadcast live in our new time slot, Sundays at 8 p.m. Pacific here on Puget Sound 365. And if you're listening to our podcast, of course, we're available on Sunday nights from iTunes, Blueberry, Pure Connect Radio, Stitcher, and most major podcast networks. Tonight, we're introducing a fresh new indie band, Shakedown at the Majestic. That comes after part two of our ongoing look at rave culture, Rave Against the Machine. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. After the Berlin Wall fell in 1989, East Germany had a new landscape. No curfews, scores of abandoned buildings, few police to crack down on illegal parties and drugs, and an unparalleled sense of freedom. Techno had been a mainstay of Berlin's club scene, but with reunification came the sounds of Detroit techno, packing the dance floors of all-night parties. Clubs sprouted up in warehouses, shops, any kind of abandoned buildings promoters could find. Dimitri Hegman created his legendary Trezor, or vault, inside an abandoned department store. Late last year, he told a New York Times reporter, Gorbachev is guilty for techno. Because he opened the wall, he finally gave the green light. There was optimism, euphoria, everything was creative, everything was possible, we could do what we wanted to do. The all-night parties happening from Berlin to Ibiza to London would be imported to the U.S. by DJ Frankie Bones. After spinning a party in a British airport hangar, Frankie came back to the U.S. and kicked off his storm raves. The first one was Atmosphere, held June 30, 1990 in New York. L.A.'s first rave was Movement, held September 7, 1990. It was in June of 1993 that the philosophy of Plur, Peace, Love, Unity, and Respect was born, and it happened in an instant. To stop a fight at a rave where he was spinning, Frankie Bones jumped on top of an office desk holding his turntables and yelled into the mic, You better start showing some peace, love, and unity or I'll break your faces. And he'd later tell the crowd, You all need to respect each other and if you see something happen, get involved to stop it. Clouds formed heavily in the south like huge wool packs heaped up in picturesque disorder. Under the influence of the breezes, they merged together, growing darker, forming a single menacing mass. The raft lay motionless on the sluggish, waveless sea. And in silence, they waited for the storm. So while Plur was born to control the hundreds or thousands of people, many under the influence in these underground spaces, it surfaced in a more spiritual form in the widely circulated Raver's Manifesto, which appeared around 2001, its author unknown. It reads, in part, not only to the darkness and to ourselves, but to the very music slamming into us and passing through our souls. We are all equal. 
and somewhere around 35 hertz, we could feel the hand of God at our backs, pushing us forward, pushing us to push ourselves to strengthen our minds, our bodies, and our spirits, pushing us to turn to the person beside us to join hands and uplift them by sharing the uncontrollable joy we felt from creating this magical bubble that can, for one evening, protect us from the horrors, atrocities, and pollution of the outside world. It is in that very instant, with these very realizations, that each of us was truly born. We continue to pack our bodies into clubs or warehouses or buildings you've abandoned and left for naught, and we bring life to them for one night. The sounds of the underground began filtering into mainstream culture as artists like Fatboy Slim and the Chemical Brothers were imported to the U.S. But it was Madonna in 1998 who brought this new genre of music, EDM, to the public at large with Ray of Light. It was in the late 90s and early 2000s that the music and party atmosphere of raves became big business with the advent of large-scale, legitimate music festivals dotting the landscape. In 2004, Tiesto opened the Summer Olympics. By January of 2013, what Spin Magazine had dubbed the new rave generation spawned a truly official musical genre, EDM. Billboard that month debuted its Dance Electronic Songs chart. Everyone agreed. EDM had become the hottest selling music on the planet. Today, this child of the rave movement, EDM, and its culture of commercial music festivals and the corporate sponsors behind it, is making a concerted and natural split from its underground parent. EDM is all growing up, and it's telling everyone so, by banning a growing list of the clothes and gear once held dear by ravers, by Deadmau5 attacking Madonna and MDMA, and by artists like Axwell and Ingrosso just last week calling underground artists and music amateur. Yet the underground remains alive and well. Back in our story starting point of Berlin, DJs like Ellen Alien, who also runs the B-Pitch label, continue experimenting, exploring, innovating. In those dark clubs of Berlin today, come as you are and leave your cameras off, or they'll be taped shut by the doorman. The underground unfolds in secrecy, darkness, and exploration, not the stuff of family vacation pics. As DJ Ellen told the same Times reporter, it's not for the money, it's passionate. So as EDM revels in its glorious commercial success for the underground in its rave against the machine, the beat goes on.
And we'll continue bringing you the best of both EDM and the underground here on the Puget Sound Listening Hour and Puget Live 365. If you heard the show last week, you might remember hearing about the northern soul scene of the 70s, one of the forerunners of today's rave culture. Our listeners in the UK and Australia know Northern Soul is experiencing a big comeback in those two countries right now. In fact, old school styles are experiencing a rebirth worldwide. Here in the U.S., the old-school revival is being ushered in by bands like the one we're showcasing tonight, Shakedown at the Majestic. The group was formed in New York by guitarist Chris Vermillion and drummer Taylor Nimitz, fusing doo-wop and early rock. In the few years since their formation, Shakedown at the Majestic has built a loyal base in New York, becoming favorites at Williamsburg's Hipster Demolition Nights and music festivals as well. We're welcoming them to their new home base here in Seattle this week. They're working with producer Steve Fisk of Nirvana and Soundgarden fame. Without further introduction, this is Shakedown at the Majestic. I can be an idiot, idiot, or a liar. I can keep on lying to myself and make a good girl cry. Oh no, I've gotta break a heart, break a heart, or not be true to mine. Can only be an idiot, idiot, or a liar. I'm stuck between a rock and a heart.
Thank you guys. Once again, that was Shakedown at the Majestic. You'll be hearing more from them on this show and elsewhere, of course. If you're local in Seattle or visiting the Emerald City, we'd like to tell you about some of the great places here. Each weekend, Henry's Tavern offers their weekend brunch on Saturdays and Sundays from 10 to 3, and Sundays are fun days when it's happy hour all day. Henry's is located at 1518 First Avenue South in Seattle. You can call them at 206 6240501 or visit them online at henrystavern.com. If you're in the mood for a burger, dip over to Burger Boss and try their Dub C or my favorite, the Boss Hog Burgers. They're located at 9061 Del Ridge Way Southwest in Seattle. They're at 206 763 1053 or you can visit them online at burgerbossseattle.com. If you're in the mood for some great dining outdoors in this beautiful Seattle weather we've been having, don't miss Maggie Bluffs, Seattle's favorite outdoor dining spot. You can try out their open-faced crab sandwich and other favorites. Maggie Bluffs is at 2601 West Marina Place here in Seattle. You can reach them at 206-283-8322 or online at maggiebluffs.com. And when you're in the mood for great Mexican food, The Saint in Capitol Hill is the place. Everything is made fresh in their kitchen, and they've got over 84 kinds of tequila. So be sure to stop by The Saint, 1416 East Olive Way in Seattle. You can make reservations by phone at 206-323-9922 or online at thesaintsocialclub.com. That just about wraps up our show for tonight. Remember, if you're an electronic or alternative artist and want to submit your music for the show, visit our website at PugetSoundListeningHour.com. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter, at ThatMichaelJ, and the show, at PugetSoundHour. We're going to close out this podcast episode of the Puget Sound Listening Hour with one more track from Shakedown at the Majestic. This is Please Lucia. Until next week, I'm Michael Jones from Seattle saying good night and peace.
My insecurities make it hard to shake My whispered baby for you I could be so brave